Hey everyone, this is She Is More. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day. And we are going to talk about Solomon's Prayer for Wisdom. I believe that when we go through things in life that we need some wisdom to kind of count on and choices and decisions, you know, we kind of need wisdom for that. In 1 Kings 3, 5 through 9, it says, ask whatever you want me to give to you. And I think this is amazing because we should be very blunt and honest with God and ask Him what we want and believe that it's going to be done. I know this process is very tough and hard. And it took me some time to realize that. I'm much a visual person. I've always been a visual person and that's how I learn. And so when I am talking to someone or if I'm learning, I want that person to be there or I want that person to be giving things to me. And this whole concept, you know, even starting the baby room, you know, I didn't have my baby and I'm sitting here and doing this room. And every time I, you know, painted the walls, did the crib or do things, I it was really hard. So I kept praying to God wisdom. You know, I pray for him to show me that there is going to be good results and wisdom can come with family members. And it was kind of interesting because I haven't spoken to my mom for almost a month, I guess you would say. Um, the last time I spoke to her, I told her I just didn't agree with her choices and um, and that I just kind of blocked her. Yes, I blocked my mom, so I probably am a bad person, most people would think. But in reality, you know, every time I spoke to my mom, I was always checking my heart rate. Um, I always had these anxiety attacks or I would be really down on my self-esteem and I didn't really catch these patterns until you know Lord gave me wisdom and said wake up why are you like this and it's like well the last thing I did oh was talking to my mom and you can love people from afar I'm blessed to have my family in a different you know state but you know we can miss them also and so I was in prayer and I was told to unblock her and just have her just follow my Facebook page because I talk a lot about God I do devotions and I slowly do my devotions to people get hooked and so that gives me opportunity to you know get them saved point them to a right church or if they ask me about a church I could do some research and see I mean I know I believe there are many good churches out there. I just really like mine uh, for myself because I like the strength and the power in the sermons. Um, I tried the really sappy, poor you kind of stuff and it just didn't get me anywhere. It didn't get me miracles. And so I kind of asked them based on their personality, how would you like to go at this? And, you know, I asked some questions like, well, you went 
like that before? Did you get results? And they'll be like, no, I didn't. And so it's always good to have a church that has the app. It always has a good um, ability to have like a YouTube channel and things like that. And so I have many people who listen to me, you know, across the world. And I don't know um, what religion they are, or I don't know if they go to church or where they're at. But one thing that really touched my heart was when someone wrote to me and told me that they were from France. And I was so shocked because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this person's from France. How can I, you know, help them? And it wasn't really me helping them. It was really helping her husband. And I noticed that, you know, a lot of guys listen to my podcast and I appreciate it. Uh, I had a negative review, which was kind of funny. I actually kind of laughed and told my husband. I I took it as a compliment. It was that I sounded like my pastor at the church and I was kind of like, well, I don't think so, but if I'm speaking like him, then I'm on the right path. But I'm not even close to that level yet. I like to be on that level. And so I kind of giggled. And so I wrote to them and I said, well, he does have a son and he can really speak and connect to you where you're at. And so I switched them you know, and let them listen to 11 o'clock sermon. And they're like, oh, okay, maybe I just wasn't really ready for, you know, the stronger, you know, pastor. And that makes sense. But they didn't go and cut, you know, everything off and cut God out of their life. They just were looking for answers how, you know, things can make their better, their life better. And I'm so thankful for that because I love people who can take a negative and turn into a positive or a difficult situation into a wonderful situation. And I believe that's what wisdom's all about is that God gives us all these wisdom and we can have an opportunity to not use it in our life, but for someone else's life. And so going back on talking to my mom, she messaged me yesterday and she was so thankful and she like was missing me and loving me and um I wasn't sure how to react and so it's kind of sad that you know I'm kind of like get behind me saying because I don't want to deal with that right now and I um I get really nervous when I go to my dentist appointment. I get really like anxious. I, you know, I don't know what's coming and um, I didn't have good night's sleep. And so I just kind of didn't want to deal with her, but I had to, I had to have the opportunity to talk to her and see where she was at. And it was many times I wanted to say the things I want to say and the Lord's like, it's not time. It's not time for that. Let her you know, speak what she wants to speak and you'll have your opportunity to go into that conversation. And so now I kind of feel her out instead of like always pleasing me, I always tell her to develop that for me. Like she said, I sent her some books and I did. And I was like, so can you develop that for me? What have you learned from those books? What have you been reading? Because I feel like, you know, it's easy to have opportunity to have people please you. And I'm not all about 
that anymore. I never caught it. I kind of went with it. I kind of accepted it. And I come to the point in my life, I'm not going to accept things like that because I shouldn't settle for, you know, I'm not saying they're lies, but I'm used to my family lying to me. I'm used to like forgiving them. And that's a part of walking love. I think my family gives me a great practice of walking in love. But my mom did make a comment. And usually the old me would totally be offended by what my family says. My family thinks I'm losing my mind because I'm walking with God. They don't understand it. They don't get it. Um, And my mom said this. She said, I'd rather her walk with God than be where she was at before. And they couldn't really concept it. I mean, my family's not the stupidest people they're pretty smart people it just I think it's something new and it's something good and they're not involved so I think there's a little bit their concern and there's a little bit I don't understand and so I'm getting to the point where I have testimonies and miracles and so when that time comes where they ask me about it I have information for them that is truthfully 100% Miracles and testimonies, and I had a bunch of them. Um, I had this big one that I had a car. I was in Chicago, and I needed one. I worked in the city. I was in a corporate, and I worked for this dating service. And so I needed a car to get to the train station because driving there would take forever. And so the train station was a lot easier and let you guys know i enjoyed it i love being on the train and i love the fact that you're surrounded with different type of people and you know they're going to work they're gonna work really hard they have to and you meet some interesting people and so my brother had a job and he needed to get to there and so I figured since, you know, this is a good opportunity to teach him responsibility, I knew about cars that we would get one. And, you know, the rules were, was if I was, you know, at the trade station, he would get me and, you know, he couldn't really hold that responsibility. And, you know, I talked to the Lord about this situation. I told the Lord, I, you know, my spirit woman spoke to me not to do this, but I did because I was in need. And I could have waited for something better. And down the line, it did get bad. And he had opportunity to take care of a really nice car. And it got really bad. And he got angry at me. And, you know, these there were rules for the car. And I said, if you break those, I was done. I made it pretty clear a bunch of times. And from that, he just, you know didn't like the fact you know he had to take responsibility you want someone to take care of it while he well was going to do everything free he get that he had to work but he wanted to buy things for himself but when it came to big things he didn't want to take care of that responsibility I prayed so much for the Lord to help me with the situation so he moved out 
and the car got worse. The last payment we made to get fixed was like 300. And after that, I said, well, we got to figure something out. I, you know, was praying. I was trying to figure it out because it was, you know, on my credit. And so he called me up, said, well, the car's taken care of. And I was like, oh, like what happened? And he's like, well, the company forgave it, realized the car just wasn't going to go anywhere. It's off your credit report. It's done. And I was like, okay. And you know, he didn't give me any more information. So I went and checked my credit report and it was gone. $17,000 was gone from my credit report. And I thank Lord for that. That's a miracle because I kept telling the Lord, can you figure this out for me? Because I don't know which way to go. I don't know how to think this, but I know the results is he's going to just go the other way. I get that. I know you know, that is going to be the con of this outcome. And he did. He went the other way. He actually moved back to uh, Wisconsin. And he is where he's at the same pace. My mom says, I should have believed you. I should, you know, it's not about being right. It's about giving her wisdom saying, this is what's going to happen. Are you ready for this? And I think that she wanted to be helpful she wanted to help him she you know that's a mother that's totally understandable like that's something that i would have done too so it's not like it's old news so um i feel for her and you know i tell her just pray about figure what to do if you need to change things you change things and i believe that god can help us become a leader in our life help us to help other people and help you know us to seek god's wisdom first and help us learn how to pray a certain way to help people in situations and i believe that if we start maybe if we need wisdom we can start our prayer like dear lord ask for your wisdom in my life this year for and we can give them details details are so important especially when we're talking to the lord and i've learned this even praying for our babies and i've been like brought back to hannah's uh prayer Brought, I've been brought back to it five times within these two months. I actually gotten away from it and thought, okay, well, I need to upgrade my uh, confession and prayer. But it brought me back to Hannah's cry. And it's so interesting and it warms my heart. And so I then camping on Hannah's prayer and I just can't wait to share like my thoughts and my viewpoints of it because I look at it a little bit differently than most people and so if you need wisdom definitely pray about it if you need to go to a friend who is really good about like wisdom definitely go to them I love going to people who are a little bit above me and can speak life into my life and another thing i really want to talk about and i use this opportunity is that i get it that people complain and complaining really bothers people and really chases them away sometimes complaining will make people not want to talk to you they avoid you every time you look at them they are running the other way trust me 
it happens to me, and I don't get offended by it. I just, when someone comes to me, asks me how I'm doing, I can't really lie. I feel like if I say I'm good, everything's great, then I feel like I'm lying. So when someone who's above me asks me how I'm doing, I figure if I tell them the negative, they could give me some life and speak life into me and some wisdom that can help me through the negative stuff. And so when someone's complaining, I think it's a cry for help. I think it's a cry that they want someone to help them. I think they want life spoken to them. I think they want someone to hear them. And so, if you have someone who's just kind of negative all the time, complaining all the time, just say, "Hey, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about like all these complaints you have? And maybe I will help you and give you advice." And so, when we talk about this. I don't want it to be brought up anymore. I want you to take the advice I give to you, and you work through it. And I think that is the best way to speak to people who are always complaining. And I've used it a couple times to kind of have them. It's kind of funny, kind of have them see how it will end up. And they come to me and said, "Thank you for listening to me. That's why I need it." And if it's Happening all the time. Maybe they don't have that person they can go to. Maybe they can count on you. So use God's wisdom to help them get the complaint out of their mouth. And so that is how I'm going to end this podcast. Everyone have a great day and be a have a blessed one. Of course, bye bye.